Help keep Kinks and Beats daily ad-free and receive bonus content early with a contribution of 20 cents per episode. Visit herohabit.com shop for more information. Hello and welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I am your host, Tony Fry. Thank you for downloading episode 125. Today, we are talking about a John Lennon solo song that um, I think is safe to say has gone on to be one of his classics. It was a, a, a top 20 hit in the day here in the United States, top 30 in the UK. Uh, it's called Mind Games, released October 29th, 1973 as a single um, backed with Meat City, as well as the title track for um, his solo album of the same name. That's important to put this in perspective of John's history to that point. He comes out of the Beatles. He releases uh, Plastic Ono Band, which is easily, you could easily argue, is a masterpiece. It's uh, John Lennon at his most raw and vulnerable and honest as a songwriter and um and and it's simplistic it's stripped down it's for the most part three guys sometimes four just in the studio doing it and being done with it then he goes on and that's produced by phil specter not that you would ever guess that based on the production style that we're used to from phil specter then he comes out and he does imagine Another masterpiece, beautiful albums, got, you know, his best known solo song, um, got other greats like Jealous Guy and How, and, you know, it's it's a it's fantastic album. Um, it's a little bit more produced. I mean, it's a lot more produced. It's a proper pop album. Um, also produced by Phil Spector. Also, you wouldn't be able to tell. You know, it, it doesn't have Phil Spector's trademark qualities to it then you go to the next one sometime in new york city this album is widely regarded as abysmal rightfully so there are some moments to it that are good um but overall it's kind of stinky it's it's his political album all the songs are political politically inspired um if not by actual events going on at the time um they are definitely political message songs. So it's one of the two, but this is definitely, it's his politics album and nobody liked it. It it didn't sell well. It was not critically received very well. Um, It's garbage. So then we move on to mind games. It's 1973. Oh, sometime in New York city, also produced by Phil Spector. We go on to mind games. Now it's 1973. John is in the early days of his split from Yoko what he called the lost weekend and he puts his band together to record mind games. And he's consciously going into this, trying to make a more commercial album uh, that, that gets the accolades and the sales that a former Beatle deserves and was expected to have at this time. So he goes into the studio, he does mind games it's his first album without Phil Spector as producer. He's he's self-producing this. And there are some missteps. There are some things in the sound um, that make it feel like it was a rush job. And, and you know, it, the audio quality isn't always top-notch audio quality, for especially for an album of, of that time period. But 
It's the first record, and Mind Games, the song, is a perfect example of it, that actually sounds like a Phil Spector production. This song has so much strings and echo and overdubs um, that it's it's the most Phil Spector-sounding production of any of his stuff to date, and it's the only one that he didn't produce to that point. The song peaked at number 18 in the United States Billboard charts and 26 in the UK, and writing for it actually began in 1969. Um, And you can hear snippets of it during the Let It Be sessions. It wasn't officially attempted by the band, um, but Lennon was writing it during those sessions. Elements of this song come from two different songs. There's the Make Love Not War, which is what he was working on during the Let It Be sessions. And that is the main, uh, you know, we're playing those mind games. I want you to make love, not war. And you hear him say it at the very end of the fade out on the actual release version. Then there's another song called I Promise that um, is the source for the love is the answer. And you know that for sure. So he took that and then combined it with Make Love Not War and then sat on it for a little bit longer and ends up coming out with Mind Games. So this was a, a two songs merged into one, essentially, and really evolved over the two and a half, three, four years since he started this in, in uh, early 69. Um, so... The song is built on a descending bass line and is picked out of the surrounding chords. But what's kind of cool about this is that it also has a drone note in it. And there are a few little moments that um, maybe Lennon has a little of that Indian influence left over from his time in India and obviously his time in a band with George Harrison who really adopted it. So this drone is on an E. And every chord he plays has an E uh, an E in it. So he starts with a C chord, and then he goes to a G chord. And if you tell me G doesn't have an E, it's G, B, D, he's actually playing a G6. So we're doing C. So G, uh, C, G6, that's the E is the 6. A minor the um, A, C, E, the fifth is an E. F major seven, the major seven is an E. Then we're back to C, which the third is an E. And this is where the drone breaks. He gets to a D chord. Um, and by hitting that D chord, breaking the drone, and then turning it into a, a D se- a seven with a C in the bass, He's really establishing the key of G, right? He's he's hitting that hard. It should resolve to a G, but he resolves it back to the C chord. So he's using that D7, which is a five of five, and then skipping the five and going back to your chord of C. And then all while he's doing these, you know, extended chords, the sixth, the major sevens, to keep that E drone going, he's 
picking chord notes out of these chords to provide the descending bass line. So we've got a C chord. And then the G6 chord has a B in it. The A minor has an A. We're back to C with a G in the bass. Then the F chord. C with an E in the bass. D. And then a D7 with the C in the bass. That's it. Um, the the chorus of this, the love is the answer part, starts with an ascending progression. So he's going from descending to ascending, but he ultimately um, doesn't last very long on that and switches to a descending chord pattern on that. So it's really based on this downward motion, even though the melody is going up. And thanks to that... Um, drone that he's got on the E, which really provides the basis of the entire melody, right? Because he's on this C chord. We're playing those mind games. He's on that E. Together. Na, na, na. So he's hitting that E. The whole melody is based on that E note, that E pitch, even though a few of these chords in it don't naturally have the E. He's got to extend them to bring that E into it. But that also gives it, despite the descending bass line, it gives it that hopeful feel. Ba -da 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 -bum -bum, because it's staying on top of that descending bass line. So like when your floor is going down, you know, it's like the Haunted Mansion ride, right? At Disneyland, the floor is going down, but the roof's staying in the same place. So now by the time you get to the bottom of that, that melody, that roof is soaring over the top of, of where the base of this song has landed. Um, at the time of its release, this album was wildly mixed reviews. Um, but I think looking back on it, obviously this came out years before I was even born and, you know, two, two and two and a half decades before I ever owned it. Um, so I'm looking at it completely from an outsider's perspective timeline wise um, but i think if you look at it now it's on par with anything else the solo beatles were doing in 1973 and the solo beatles were putting out amazing work in this period paul put out two albums one of which was banned on the run and george had living in the material world 1973 was a good year for um, post beatles music and i think mind games stacks up with that it's a solid album it's got some great songs on it it's a mix. It's you know John's steering steering away from his politics, and um, has elements even in this particular song of his more abstract uh, uh, lyric writing. You know, I am the walrus type stuff across the universe, mind games. What's a mind gorilla and some kind of druids dude? I mean, or, you know, whatever the phrase is. Um, I think it's a worthy. Uh, album and i think this is a great song off of it that um deserves to be among the classic lennon solo songs that it has become what are your thoughts give me a call 925-494-1739 email me kinks and beats at herohabit.com 
or you can visit herohabit.com and under the podcast button, you will find all the information you need to know uh, about this podcast and how to get a hold of me and how to participate in this podcast. And we also have a discussion group there for you to chat and um, start new conversations about Kinks and Beatles music. All right, that's it for me today. I will uh, talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks for downloading. Make sure you swing by iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by herohabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. Herohabit.com. Collect your heroes.